They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Convenience Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we preview Christmas lineups from the Big Three Convenience. We announce the start of Bone season. Mike promotes Mabo Dofu, and Matt finds one of the strangest convenience items to date. Now let's head off to the Convenience. They're the Convenience. They're the Convenience. They're the Convenience. They're the Boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well, Mike. We talked about this earlier, but I'm feeling buoyed after the Tuesday election results. Mm-hmm. You know, turns out America's still pretty, mo- pre- still pretty normal, which is great news. And Trump, you know, he's he's got to be having one of his biggest meltdowns of all time. And we're just, yeah. nobody even is seeing this because Elon's not yet let Trump back onto Twitter. He's on his yeah. own social, truth social, mm-hmm. claiming Glenn Youngkin is Chinese, <laughs> threatening to release damaging information about Ron DeSantis. And I just mm-hmm. feel like, come on, you know, he's, he's, he's a three-time loser. He's only hurting his party at this. Let's bring him back. Let's enjoy this dumpster fire for the next two years and have a good time. So that's, that's, that's where I'm at. That's how I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, I got to be honest. Um, This is something we've talked about a lot recently. And um, don't get it wrong. Both of us dislike Trump greatly, very, very greatly. Worst um, worst man of all time. Worst, one of the worst people of all time. But, but the, without a doubt, the greatest Twitter user of all time. And so I think, you know, Elon Musk, he paid $5 trillion for Twitter if you're going to do anything, bring him back. We need him. He's not going to do any damage anymore. What is he going to do? He, you know, like um, he's going to rile his. He's a, yeah, like you said, he's a loser these days. So I'd say bring him back for the for the enjoyment of everyone. Um, we get some of his great tweets again. Um, true comedy. So uh, yeah, Matt, I agree. Twitter's not been great recently. I'm not happy with how things are going. Everybody's just talking about like, Elon, blah 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 blah. <laughs> And, um, you know, so I'd like some enjoyment on my, on my Twitter feed, Matt. Um, you know, at least we still have Drill, like I said, my favorite Twitter I account agree. of all time. Follow Drill if you want some comedy. Yeah, all right. Funny. Drill, Donald Trump, Dogecoin. That's, <laughs> that's how you make money on Twitter, Elon. Make it happen. Come on. These are easy business decisions. All right, Mike. All right. We got, we got a lot to talk about, Esmo. Yeah. By the way... It's episode 99, Mike, which means mm-hmm. our next episode is number 100. Amazing. The Convini yeah. is relentless. There's never been nothing to talk about. I think yes. that is what I meant to say there. So <laughs> this week, Mike, you know, we're in November, which means we're almost in December, which means Christmas is coming. And as usual, Mike, the Convini particularly the big three, have got Christmas covered every single year. Mm-hmm. They bring out all the stops. Yes, sir. So we thought this week we'd introduce what the big three have planned for Christmas, and then next week we'll take a deep dive, probably do a breakdown of Christmas cake so everybody knows where the, where you get the most bang for your buck. 
Mm-hmm. Let's 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 take a let's take a look at these guys. Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. Mike. They got King and Prince are back promoting yeah. Christmas at Seven Eleven. And in mm-hmm. terms of items, you know, not a whole lot of new stuff. It's kind of same old, same old. You got the Christmas yeah. cakes, you got the pizza, you got the party platters, and then yeah. we're going to get into this later. You got your bone in chicken. Yes, sir. But I don't know. Same as last year, you know, as far as I know, they took these photos last year, too, and they just (laughs) wanted to recycle them for the following year. I don't know. (laughs) Not so impressed with what 7-Eleven has lined up. I thought I'd see a little bit more innovation. I agree. And I got to say, this is breaking news for anybody in Japan. Big news, Matt. Um, King and Prince, actually, three of them are about to quit the Johnny's uh, company. Um, So next year, this might be the last – well, this is undoubtedly the last – King and Prince uh, Christmas that we'll see at 7-Eleven. So everybody, I'd say, if you're a King and Prince fan, enjoy it because, um, yeah, this might be the last one. I have no idea who King and Prince is. My only knowledge of them comes from 7-Eleven's Christmas campaigns, but I'll trust your judgment that that is huge news. Big news. All right. Get it out of here. I'm done with 7-Eleven. Let's move on to Lawson. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm oh, yes. <laughs> this is uh, – now we're talking, Matt. Neon lights. And <laughs> <laughs> galaxy stars in the background. Mm-hmm. Granted, they're selling the same exact items as last year too. I think sure. they might be doing, I don't know, poor inventory planning from last year. They got some stuff mm-hmm. still on the shelf. You got your cakes. You got your pizza. You got your party sets. You got your bone and chicken. Exact same lineup as 7-Eleven. Yeah. This was and oh jeez, you know, god damn it, everybody! Look, at this that. isn't that as exciting as I thought it would be. I'll be honest with you, but I will say they got again. We're going to do a full breakdown of Christmas cakes next yes. week. But I do want to f- feature one Christmas cake, and that's the Pokemon Christmas cake. Mm. Like they got Pikachu on oh. the on the cake. This looks like a sh- what a strawberry shortcake, classic strawberry shortcake, and then they got a Pokeball that looks like a cookie. In the uh, middle of it, Pikachu doing his wink and he's looks like he's about to um, you know, blast the lightning <laughs> in front of that Pokeball. Just a little quick preview for everybody, though. Claiming this serves four to six people. We'll see about that. 15 centimeter centimeters. diameter, ladies and gentlemen. Diameter. diameter. Yeah. That's not a radius. That's a diameter. That's a diameter, everybody. Four to six yeah. people. Yeah. Also, it looks like they uh, managed to get this. This is uh, in partnership with uh, Nintendo here. Mm-hmm. So, real deal. Yeah, I'm. I you know. Oh, oh, that's a toy there. Okay, well, we'll have to go deeper in this. I just do have to say the theme of this that that sort of like header image of the, you know, the intergalactic Christmas yes. is a, is a little bit interesting. I. Reminds me of like that, uh, you know, the classic background, the laser background of uh, oh, getting school your school photos. picture. Yeah, the school photos. <laughs> so um, we'll see. I'm I'm interested in this, but you're right, um, especially that cake right there. That is the classic cake. All right, all right, let's go on. Let's keep the. This is not a deep dive. This is a preview. So it's a preview. Um, yeah, it's previews now. Family Mart. Mm-hmm. 
I'll make this quick. They got the same stuff. They got cake. They got pizza. They got party plates. They got bone and chicken. Mm-hmm. They're taking a more interesting approach, though, with their campaign. Yeah. I see this as sort of, uh, I don't know, a bit erotic. Uh, they have a handsome yeah. Japanese man dressed mm-hmm. as sort of a sultry Santa, <laughs> and he is holding a deluxe Christmas cake while gazing Mm-hmm. Through my Safari browser, <laughs> <laughs> and what a cake, Matt! I gotta say, That's let's take awesome. a look at that cake. I mean, this is a preview right here. But what? Do we, how many layers of cake we got going on here? We got a, a chocolate like cake on That's top like a of souffle, this, like a chocolate souffle. Yeah, on top of another cake where we've got it looks like cream, oh. um, sponge, cream, Sh- strawberry, strawberry mousse, cream. I'm interested to see what this is going to um, set your back, to be honest. I imagine that is not a cheap game. Oh, they're at 300 yen. That's not too bad. Not bad oh, but We're hang on. 12 centimeter 12 diameters, Matt. 12 centimeters. I was thinking that chocolate bit was about 12 centimeters. 12 <laughs> centimeters, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know structurally. I was just playing build a bridge game on Apple Arcade and... I mean, I, I was learning a little bit about you know, civil engineering, structural integrity. I don't know how you manage to get so many layers on a 12-centimeter cake. I will say, I think two to three people, I think that's a more legitimate Sounds claim fair, about yeah. how many people that feeds. Right. That's either a half or it's a third. That makes sense. 12 centimeters, you get a six-centimeter cake. I'll tell if you it's what, for though, two. one bong hit that goes straight to one person. <laughs> no, question. no question. All right, so next week we're going to do a full deep dive mm-hmm. into the Christmas action happening across the Conveni. We'll probably do a full report out on what to expect from Cakes, how to oh, game plan. Ken. Oh, wow. Fist of the North Star Cake. That's pretty interesting. Very interested. Family Mart might be doing might be the most exciting this this year. That's that's my initial impression, but we'll we'll have to see. Okay. Well, you heard it here first, everybody. All right, Mike. Mm-hmm. That wraps up our Christmas preview, our twenty twenty two Christmas preview. Yeah. It kinda continues though, because you got some stuff for us in the Chicky Wars that somewhat related. No doubt, Matt. Um, we're jumping right into the Chicky Wars, and I have to say, you know, we've had a couple weeks of not much interesting stuff going on, but this week we have five Chickies, Matt, and there's no doubt that the reason for that is because we have officially entered the bone zone, Matt. We've engendered the bone season, and you know what that means? We've got bones in our chickens, Matt. So... I'm just going to run down the line here. So starting off, we've got from 7-Eleven, the Nana Chicky, and that's the bone-in Nana Chicky mat. We've seen this before. It usually comes around, around the time of Christmas and New Year's. What are your thoughts on the old Nana Chicky bone-in? Uh, it's great to see it back, Mike. You know, yeah. Yeah. It looks like they made no updates to the product, but Mm-mm. they don't need to. Bone-in, heavily seasoned fried chicken it needs no needs no changes. Don't fix what ain't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And yeah. this thing ain't broke. It's got that big fat handle on it. And Ooh, uh, yeah. 
Who I'm I'm literally salivating as I talk. <laughs> it looks really good. It does look good. Rosemary in there as well, Matt. Nice. All right. Well, hey, let's go. Let's go to the the sort of the the dark cousin of the uh, the bone in, not a chicky Matt. We're talking about. Oh boy. How do you look like that? at that? How does that look, Matt? We're talking about the roasted chicken leg, Matt. And um, let me just describe this for folks. Before we were looking at a a breaded fried chick bone in fried in chicken. Now we're talking about a roasted chicken. And man, this thing is roasted. <laughs> I mean, this thing is dark brown. I mean, it's dripping. What is going on here? I mean, this thing is grizzled. Look at these like ridges in here. This looks like the surface of Mars, Matt. I don't know. What do you? What are your thoughts, just in general, on the roast chicken leg? Well, first, who doesn't love a roast chicken leg? But yeah, I, you know, I think Seven Eleven. You know, it says uh, "te ne ni yakagata," and um, mm. that's sort of like gently roasted. Mm. Nothing gentle about this roast. Mike. It looks like they took a polyacetylene torch to this some bitch and just I mean, it is dark as all hell. Some places literally black. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's got some kind of mirror glaze on it. You know, if you oh, look yeah. close enough, you might see your see your reflection in that skin. Mm. And yeah, you're right, Mike. Sort of surface of the moon kind of skin uh pattern here. Mm-hmm. Looks like uh, I don't know, hundred thirteen year old lady about two months into her uh, <laughs> well, that Buddhist thing where they self mummification. Yes, yes, this is a self mummification <laughs> roast chicky extra dark. I I think they could have I think they could have picked a better thing to put to put on the website. I agree, I agree. And hold on, let me check something here real quick. Look Matt. at the price of that. Go back. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, for the bone-in non chicken, we're looking at three fifty two with tax at three eighty. The roast chicken, like, 600 yen, Matt. But you get the thigh. You get the leg. You get the, you get the right. thigh, too. Yeah. Right, right. Jeez, look at that handle. I mean, good <laughs> God. Oh, my God. All right, Matt. Well, um, yes, we are in the bone season, but we're going to go on to something maybe a little bit different. Maybe not. We're going on to mini stop, Matt. And next, what we're looking at is no doubt another bone-in chicken. And this, holy moly, this is one of the heftiest (laughs) drums I've ever seen, Matt. This is the Goku Uma chicken. This is the extremely delicious chicken. With the Kodawari spice, Matt. What? Wow. What? Can you, if if you don't mind, can you describe what's going on here? Yeah, Mike. Nothing natural about this particular <laughs> chicken. I do wonder because you know what they have here. They have a big ball. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a a golf ball that's been teed up. You yeah. know, you got a skinny little bone. And then a big old fat ball of fried chicken on top of it. You know, I I, I doubt that they're Frenching their mm-hmm. bones, yeah. which is when you scrape the meat off the bottom of the bone. And you have this mm-hmm. nice little ball that's typically done in sort of high-end French joints. Mm-hmm. I doubt that they're Frenching bones no. inside their factory. It does yeah. make me wonder, 
Are they sticking bones inside of prepared balls of chicken and then hmm. frying that? In which case, this would not be a leg at all. This would be a a processed piece of meat shaped like a chicken leg. Yeah, I, that's the only thing that I can imagine because this is just the, the dimensions on this are just so strange. Either this is like the the shortest and stockiest chickens ever that they've lined up to mm-hmm. to make these um cuz yeah this the the length is wrong and the thickness is wrong i mean it's a huge ball it's like you got this little nub of a of a handle here yeah. and then almost like a a chicken patty or something i mean this thing is just uh very strange it, i'm interested in it though it looks I do delicious. Have to be I it say. does look damn good. Oh, Let's man, be it honest. Look extreme, it does look extremely delicious. Wait a second it. now, though, Matt. That's the Gokuuma chicken right there, and this is also the Gokuuma chicken. Could have been. This the looks angle. like a. Could have been the angle. Could have been. The, let's reevaluate. Yeah. Right. No, I don't so know. So we're looking All at right. the banner image, which yeah. does look weird. But we're also looking at just the straight up product image. And that looks like a chicken leg. It does look like a chicken leg. I gotta leg. say, I got, Stop's fried chicken lineup looks ridiculously good. It's so Holy damn shit. good. Look at this. Did you see those Holy Belgian shit. mashed potatoes that they released oh last my week? God. Oh my no, God. I didn't. Oh it's mashed God. potato fried. These little balls of fried mashed potato. Are you freaking kidding I'm me? Not. Good it looks God. so good. I gotta be honest. You know, as unnatural as this looks... Compared to the the normal version, which just looks like a normal, you know, fried chicken drumstick, I'm actually interested in this. I want to know what the what's going on inside that big package here. All right, uh, all right, Matt. Well, you have a mini stop opening up, right? Ah, Matt. No, no word on that. No action on that at all. It's nothing been a at all. Months. It's been a couple months and nothing. And this is prime real estate, man. I mean, this is just coming right off the highway. You need a convenience there. And there's nothing there. So feel bad for the truckers. All right, Matt. Let's go on to uh, Lawson here. All right, Matt. This is very different than what we've been talking about. We're going back. We've got a Karage-kun. This looks to be like a standard old um, sort of like movie or, you know, like band or anime tie-up version of the um the karage-kun so you know what to expect there but this is the karage-kun utsushiyo aji utsushiyo aji so maybe this is a movie unfortunately i apologize to our viewers i don't know what this is but this looks to be some sort of movie utsushiyo maybe isn't the name of the movie and um but the flavor is lightly salted um I don't know, Matt. What what are your thoughts on this one? I guess it's primarily just meant to be a play on the on the title of the film, the Utsu Shio Utsu Shio. Um, so yeah. just I guess it's just seasoned plain karaage kun. So yes. in terms of like flavor, that's not exciting at all. Mm-hmm. The package, you no, know, looks okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too pumped up about this one. Me neither. Any time that you're you're sort of the flavor is based on a you know this sort of gimmick, um, not much to expect. It's here. A pun flavor. So, a pun. A pun this could be flavor. Our first, could 
be our first pun flavor. Pun flavor. That's true. Although I, that cannot be true. I'm, we've had to have encountered You're puns true. I'm sure. in 100 episodes. Right. <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. Last, we're going oh, to yeah. let's, let's, let's break down this, please. Because, Matt, we have been giving Seiko Mart the business recently, saying, you know, they got to pump up their game. And so, Matt, I'm going to slowly scroll down here through Seiko Mart's items. Oh, actually, this looks better than I. Yeah, I was going to say. Matt, we're looking at Seiko Mart Parmesan Parmesan Cheese Chicken. Yes. And this is Karaage. This is five um, chicken balls in here. Um, What do you think? Is this going to redeem chicken for you from Seiko Mart? What What are you thinking? My problem with Seiko Mart's chicken has been it all looks exactly the same. Yeah. And this, too, looks the same. Mm -hmm. But... They have a dusting of Parmesan cheese on top. I love Parmesan cheese. Oh, yeah. It's the king of all cheeses. But what I'm looking at here, it's it's like a little flurry of Parmesan cheese on top of these chickens. I want a blizzard of Parmesan cheese on top of these. Mm -hmm. I don't want to even be able to see the chicken. That's how much Parmesan cheese I want on this chicken. I'm not up for a little dusting, unless mm-hmm. this is like super primo Parmesan cheese, but there's no way this is super primo Parmesan cheese. No. So more Parmesan cheese, please. Say mm-hmm. more. Okay. So you're the type of guy when you go to the Olive Garden and they say, sir, would you like some Parmesan cheese? You just make them twist that handle for like All three, right. four you know minutes. What? I'll tell you a little secret here. All right. You know, I'm I'm one bong hit into the evening. I've been known to to take a spoonful of grated Parmesan cheese and just take a little, wow. a little snack, just a little bite, just a little bite. Okay, all right. So yeah, I like Parmesan cheese. I like Parmesan cheese. I gotta be honest, Matt. I like this item, and but I do understand what you're saying. The reason I like it is because yeah. Parmesan cheese on fried chicken? Like, hey, that sounds great. Parmesan cheese is great. We love karaage. Join them together. Can't be bad. But I agree. You know, let's get some more Parmesan cheese on here. So So you too, you're looking at the Olive Garden guy. He's Uh, Well, I'm not not three to four minutes. I'm more like a 90-second guy. 90-second guy. By the time this guy's finished at your table, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> blizzard has you know passed through. I guess. So. All, right. All right, Matt. Well, hey, hey. I gotta say, to be honest, I know this isn't much, and it's very simple. It's just like cheese on top of chicken, but it gives me a little bit of hope for uh, for Sacred Mart. Their variety. This this is cool. Yeah, it's a good item. Just more Parmesan cheese. More Parmesan cheese. All right, Mike. That wraps up the Chicky Wars. It's on to the new item scoreboard. Let's take a look at the new item count. This week, Family Mart, 57 new items lost in 37, 11, 125. Mini Stop, 20. Daily Yamazaki, 9. Seiko Mart, 7. New Days, 20. Your thoughts on those numbers, Mike? Not much. We got a pretty standard week. Happy to see everybody hitting around where they should be. Thought maybe a little bit more coming up, you know, end of the year, Christmas and stuff. But uh, in general, yeah, no. Very standard. Amen. All right. On to our winners and losers. We... 
peruse those new items every week and find what we think is pretty good mm. and stuff that we think is not so good. Let's start off with your loser this week, Mike. Oh, dear Lord. What is that? What is that indeed, Matt? Um, all right. Let me introduce you to soft chicken liver. Um, this is mm. from Seven uh, Eleven. This is supposed to be like a little side dish you get, you know, just along with your whatever it might be. Um, 250 yen, not a bad price, but um, like I said, this is uh, chicken livers. Mm-hmm. And these things are not just chicken livers. I mean, these are stewed chicken livers, Matt. Mm. Um, and so in Japan, usually when something, something knee, stewed something, normally what you're thinking is sort of like a like a soy sauce, sort of like a sweet um, stewed thing. And um, unfortunately, Matt, these just... Can you zoom in a little bit more? I don't know if that's a good idea, but mm. what the hell is going on here? Mm. Do you, Is this something you want to buy from a convenience store? Yeah, you can literally see like a... What is that, like a ventricle? I mean, that's like the some sort of like vein. You can see the actual mm. opening that's been cut mm. here. Um... Like I said, I, I like liver, actually. You know, like mm. chicken liver's not bad, but, you know, maybe at like a yakitori place. Yep. Not like cold at a kombini, because this is going to be, you know, in the refrigerated section. And then what are you supposed to do with this thing? I don't know. I don't want anything to do with it. What? I don't know. What, what do you think? I'm hung up on, you think this is a ventricle or something? I guess that's probably what it is. Yeah, it looks like there's like a tube running through. Yeah. That's not a good look. I too like chicken liver grilled at the yakitori shop. Yes, yes. Grilled. pate. Great. Pate is nice. Yeah, yeah. But this is just straight up huge chunks of uh, chicken liver. And they're so sauced up. They're just glistening in a pile of who knows what there. Um, mm. I guess you're supposed to just eat these as is, yeah? I, I would assume. Not spreading yeah. these on a cracker, are you? No. No, no, no. Mm. They're spreading you on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> He's spreading something on a cracker after eating that. All right. Good loser, Mike. All right. Thank you. My loser this week, it comes from 7-Eleven as well. Oh, boy. Tough week for 7-Eleven. Unfortunately. Like, this is the, the the jokey salami sando cheese pizza. <laughs> and, and I had a tough time with this one because I don't – I see salami. I don't know if I see cheese, and I definitely don't see pizza. Maybe you could say this is a sandwich. But let me break this down for our listeners here. Okay. I'm looking at eight cross-sections of, I don't know what. Okay, is that, there's there's a huge chunk of salami Mm. in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it's surrounded by, I think that's dough with maybe cheese baked into it. I don't know. Or I've wondered, is that just like a block of cheese that's been hollowed out and stuffed with salami? But if that's the case, Mm. there's no way it would cost 278 yen, and that would be way too much cheese. So I think that's a dough, 
yeah. which accounts for the words sandwich and pizza. Mm-hmm. So I think you have some cheesy dough mm-hmm. stuffed with salami. Okay. And you get eight pieces of this in this kit. Yeah. Um, and the English they have on the package, it reads... Oh, actually, they break it down. Okay, great. Okay. okay. So they have... Oh, yeah. So they... I was right. So they have pizza... Pizza Fumi. inspired pizza, Fumi yeah. cheese. <laughs> inspired what does that even cheese. mean? Pizza flavored cheese, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Salami on the inside, and then um, is that wait, fish? Fish in this? Oh, that's a sheet. Oh, maybe the bottom. What? What? No. Oh boy, we're gonna need to. There might be a part two to this one, Mike. There needs. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta look into this a little further. This got very confusing all of a sudden. Hmm. There appears to be some sort of fish element baked into the bottom crust, or crust or cheese. We still don't know what that is. Yeah. Again, it's pizza fumi. Fumi. <laughs> There's a lot of. Fumi. There's a lot of fumi going on here. Yeah. <laughs> This might be the most foamy item we've ever seen, Matt. <laughs> yeah, foamy. Sorry, so like foamy, yeah, inspired or like the sense of the essence of. Usually it means like not really that is what I think um, we've come to. Matt, I also, to be honest, the first thing I wonder is like, we don't get a side view of this. All we get is a top yeah, view. So we don't know how, how tall these things are. Yeah. What would your guess on like how what the, the actual thickness on these things would be? Well, it's packaged in a funny way because it's packaged standing up on its yeah. side. Right? And um, I can't believe, I don't know, maybe like a centimeter. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm guessing because they have to hang these... They they would so this is not refrigerated. This is like hanging because there's a hole punch in the package at the top. Right. So this is this is probably hanging in like the jerky or cheese section. I'm guessing. Oh, and so if you want to put like ten of these up, they can't be super thick. So I guess mm-hmm. like tens a centimeter or something. Do you think they're taller than that? Well, at when looking on the right side of the actual product outside of it, they I thought maybe it would be bigger, but now that you say it, yeah, I guess these are more like, yeah, a centimeter, that would make sense. A, ce- a centimeter or less, maybe. Um, but, uh, wow, a lot of questions about this item. Yeah, we, we might have to have a thought. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. We'll do a, we'll do a, we got to do it. Gotta, We're going to have to do it. Deep dive into this whole thing. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's 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 it for losers this week. Let's go on to winners, Mike. Let's see. Always curious to see what you got in the winner's circle this week. Ooh, yes, I like the title of that. Sir. Oh, yes, damn. sir. That's awesome. Yes, sir. I <laughs> in the West do is there like can you get Mabo Dofu? Is there another name so, for it? 
I've seen it at um, only Asian markets. I, I don't think I've seen Mabo Dofu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so damn good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're looking at right now, I always forget what this is, but it's basically just Mabo Ramen. Oh, yeah. Okay? And Mabo Dofu is a Chinese dish in Japan. One of the most popular, I'd say. Um, if you're going to go to a Chinese restaurant and order something... Mabo dofu is definitely like one of the staples, like a like a general chow's chicken. I'd mm. say it's up up there of that level of like the standard at a Chinese restaurant in Japan. And what it is, it's just basically like a uh, I'd say more on the spicy side of like a like a sweet and spicy tofu. Mm. And normally at a Chinese restaurant, you'll get it like it'll just be in you you'll order it itself, and then you'll have rice and you'll eat it together mm. with that. Or um, another popular version is the domburi, where they just, you know, cut out the middleman, put it right on top of the rice, and then you just eat it with a spoon. But this, Matt, this is one of my favorite things. Um, one of my favorite dishes. It's the mabo ramen. So cut out the rice and instead put in some ramen noodles. And then you add, like, an extra sort of, you know, like, soupy mix to this mabo and it's just spicy. It's it's subtly sweet, and by spicy I mean like lots of pepper. You know, like a really peppery taste to this stuff, and onions inside. And oh man, I just love it so much. So uh, yeah, this is just um, maybe it wasn't. This is sorry. This is uh, from Family Mart, and it's not specifically this item, but just that I love this dish so much. I'm happy to see the kombini. Um, you know, yeah. Bring it out in ramen form. I love mabo dofu. I've actually I've never had mabo ramen, but it's I bet it's outstanding. This it does really look good. nice and thick, though. It looks awesome. Yeah. And you know, mm. right now, Mike, we have companies spending billions of dollars trying to figure out how to create meat that's not meat. <laughs> And I'm convinced this is because people are so lazy here to figure out how to make tofu taste good. This is how you make tofu taste good, everybody. You don't slice a block of tofu and put it on the grill and then dip it in soy sauce. You make an amazing, tasty, spicy, rich sauce and pour it all over some nice, soft tofu. Mm -hmm. And it is freaking awesome. That's how you make tofu taste good, ladies and gentlemen. That's... Meanwhile, I'm showing up to, to, to Dunkin' Donuts. They got Beyond Sausage. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no. Matt, wait. Anybody who's listening who's a longtime <laughs> listener, cut this clip because this is, this is the best. This is probably the best minute statement that we've had on the podcast yet. You're exactly right, Matt. People are trying to make non-meat products when they've got tofu all along and really great ways of making it but you're right yeah exactly you put it on a grill it's no good put it in some mabo oh boy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are you kidding me mm-hmm. you don't need that damn anything burger or whatever matt that was it that was a damn lesson you just you just gave our listeners <laughs> so i hope people choice. listen up and mabo needs to get more attention it, it it's so good, it's so damn good. All right, my winner this week, Mike, comes from Seven Eleven. So turn it around for Seven Eleven. Mm. 
They got Pokemon Onigiri coming out, Mike. They got three Pokeball Onigiri coming out. So Mm -hmm. they're taking advantage of the circle shape of some Onigiri. Mm -hmm. And the packaging looks, it turns it into a Pokeball. Okay. So I'm looking at the Omo Rice Kinoko Demi. You know what that Demi is, everybody? Demi. Please. Although the English says omelet chicken ketchup, so I don't know if it's ketchup or actual. Interesting. <laughs> Actually, the, the Japanese and English don't line up at all there. Kinoko means, means mean mushroom? Yeah, 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 I think so. Kinoko, yeah, what's mushroom, going on here? Demi, omurice, omelet chicken ketchup. All right. <laughs> Moving on from that. So they got the, they got the Pokeball. Uh, they have like a blue and red Pokeball. Mm-hmm. On top, and then they take advantage of the yellow from the omelet to create the bottom of the ball. Oh! But they have three of these, Mike. They have three, so they have a sausage one and uh, one more. I can't remember what it is. And you know what that means? You got to catch them all. You got to catch them all. You got to catch them all. Mm-hmm. And so I would be out there hunting for all three of these pokeballs because mm-hmm. you got to catch them all. I think it's a great idea. Great idea. Great idea. I um, gotta catch them all from Pokemon. That's a that's like the the catch line from that that famous show. This is this is specifically directed at my mom and your mom, who are you know probably the only people listening to this. So, um, but um, yes. Uh. <laughs> Although my mother has recently learned about Pokemon. Oh really? Well, my understanding is my brother has a holographic Charizard. Oh, that, yeah. And if you go on eBay looking at these things, you could put a down payment on a house in Chestnut Hill with a holographic Charizard. Meanwhile, the best baseball cards I got from my youth, it turns out, is like a '88 Ricky Henderson. I got nothing. <laughs> but years You're right, collecting. Man. I gotta. Cards. All right, we're gonna go nothing. way off topic here. I'm talking about, I, you were talking about that. What was it? The holographic Char Charizard. Charizard. Sometimes when I get really, you know, I'm just about to go to sleep and I'm on YouTube flipping around, check out best pools, best card pools from like Pokemon or Magic the Gathering. It's oh awesome. Magic Some of these the people gathering. Magic the Gathering. Some people pool. Check out the Black Lotus <laughs> original pool. And those things go for like Five hundred thousand dollars. So that's big, big, big. Money. What? Right. Yeah, pretty exciting. All right. Anyways, getting back to um, omelet chicken ketchup. Yeah, Matt. This is um, this is a great item. I didn't realize that was that was the egg underneath there. The English. I'm I'm very. That's very unfortunate. It, there's no mention of rice or this being a rice ball. <laughs> I don't know what you would expect if you just bought this an omelet chicken ketchup. I guess you would assume there would be like a chicken wrapped in an egg with ketchup inside, right? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super great item. I like them like, you know, like um, turning the, the, the rice ball into like a, you know, like an artistic medium. That's pretty cool. And cool. yeah, the, uh, the uh, Pokemon is, is super cool. Something I would want to buy if I, if I went in there for sure. Great item. 
but I, right. I'm still wondering what how Kinoko and Demi are fitting into this. I guess they're underneath that egg somewhere. We got. I gotta some go. The Japanese and... has to be right. I mean, I can't believe right? that the English is correct there. So I got. I, I'm <laughs> guessing there's 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 Demi glaze sauce and mushrooms in there, and not chicken yeah. or ketchup. I will have to say at the bottom there it says atatamete oishi. So that's a that's an yeah, that's a rice ball that you want to heat up, which is, Dope. you know, hey, that's interesting. That's not, yeah, that's not so common. Yeah. All right, All right, Mike, that wraps up this week's episode. Um, wow, 99, Mike. Uh, big thanks to all of our listeners, and especially those who have uh, contributed to funding the podcast by buying us a chickie or subscribing to our newsletter. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash conveniboys or subscribe to our newsletter. It's free, but you're welcome to contribute some cash. Conveniboys.substack.com. Please share and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube and join the uh, only one of the only good conversations now happening on Twitter now that uh, Elon is uh, just, it's all Elon and check marks. Yep. And we we offer a little oasis of convenient items amidst that. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. And Mike, hey, I'll see you at the convenient. See you at the convenient, Matt. <laughs>